Welcome back to What's Up Welland, and we are recording on an absolutely stunning day outside. Temperatures are going to hit about 20 degrees, the sun is shining, and our guests today have a little bit to say about what happens to our lawns when the temperatures start to warm and they get a little bit more sunlight and some rain and yes, grass cutting. That season is upon us, Paul, and Ali Khan and James Cronshaw from our Traffic, parking, and bylaw departments uh, are here to chat with us today. Mark, how do you feel about grass cutting in general? Is this something you are looking forward to, A, learning about, but B, getting out there to do? I am. And I think last week, two weeks ago, recently, I think I dropped the line that I would cut my neighbor's grass. That's how much I'm looking forward to. Uh, yes, you did. But you also, you also dropped the, they don't listen, so 100%. no one's going to hold you accountable. Yeah. No, it's uh, no, it's going to be a good conversation today because I think what is going to be important for everybody to remember is just the responsibility that we have as homeowners to maintain our lawns and, uh, you know, to make sure, um, you know, we continue to keep our city as beautiful as it is and make it even more beautiful. So uh, with Ali and James, let's, let's get some tips, tricks and, and learn a little bit more about how we can uh, best maintain our lawns this season. Joining us today to talk all things grass cutting and back to the show are Ali Khan, Manager of Traffic, Parking Bylaws, and James Cronshaw, Senior Bylaw Enforcement Officer. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming back to the show and thank you for coming during the spring so that we can figure out what does what does grass cutting look like, what other seasonal things are going on that our community should know about. Thank you, Paul and Mark, and uh, thanks again for inviting us on such a gorgeous, beautiful day. I think this weather and this topic goes hands in hand. So uh, the first question that you asked is related to what sort of issues we are going to be facing during this beautiful weather. Obviously, uh, as we all know, uh, tall grass on lawns and in backyards is, is an eyesore for everyone. Uh, it, it harbors a lot of uh, pests. That's one of the biggest issues for that. And uh, that's where we request all the homeowners uh, to be proactive, uh, work with us to keep this beautiful city more beautiful uh, by keeping the grass at six inches. That's what the clean yards uh, states. Every homeowner, every property owner, it's their responsibility to keep the grass at six inches. So all of the grass cutting that we're talking about today, just to clarify for people, this is residential. We are not talking about uh, city-owned grass. We're not talking about uh, commercial properties. We are talking residential. Yes? Correct. So with, Ali, you mentioned six inches. So I've never been out on my lawn with a ruler measuring to make sure I've got it at the right height. But I think for the most part, a good rule of thumb is if you cut your grass, you're going to be within... <laughs> Probably that prescribed six inches, correct? Exactly, Mark. I mean, it's 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 no rocket science. I mean, uh, we don't want the, the the lawns to be manicured and pedicured, uh, but at the same time, keep it neat and tidy. Uh, six inches is, is just a bar. Uh, we don't want you to take foot and rulers, but hey, <laughs> trim it, keep it nice and tidy and clean. So if there are areas within the city where the grass does start to grow beyond that six inches, and again, I don't think many people are going to be out there with a ruler or a tape measure, but visually you can tell the yards that haven't been uh, trimmed or cut. What 
what are you looking for from a bylaw perspective, if anything, or are you uh, similar to other areas of bylaw? It's complaint driven. So mostly, Mark, it is complaint driven. Uh, uh, where once we receive a complaint, the officer will go. Now, mind you, the officer does carry the measuring tape uh, because in case if uh, somebody wants to take it uh, to the next step and they want to review it with the screening officer, then at least we want to keep those records in hands uh, in case of a dispute. Uh, So the officer will go, he will measure the grass. If it's over six inches, uh, he will take all those notes, he will come back. He will, uh, if it's a vacant property, he will send uh, a letter. If it's a house, he will post a notice right there, giving the homeowner 48 hours to rectify the issue. And after that, if the homeowner fails to, uh, uh, I will say, nicely uh, fulfills their responsibility, then uh, uh, it's actually hefty fines. And we don't want property owners or homeowners to, to take that route. Uh, especially during these times when things are really hard financially. So it's a very simple thing. Take care of your properties. Otherwise, it's a $400 fine for not cutting your grass or not maintaining your lawn to six inches. On top of that, there is a $200 admin fee. And if it goes to the contractor, then it varies from, from size to size of the lot. You want to add anything, James, to that? No, I think that pretty much sums it up. Um, we're looking at everyone to keep it under the six inch minimum. Um, that's our maintenance standard. When The average person, when they cut their grass, they're going to leave it at about a two inch height. Um, and that's where we want to see it. Um, cut and trim the grass because I know some people will uh, get out there with a the lawnmower, but forget to get out there with the weed eater. Um, so trim up the sides and we'll keep it all in compliance. So Ali, you'd mentioned a 48 hour window if an offer officer has to go out so unlike a speeding ticket where boom you get nailed here's your ticket you got to pay it there is a little bit of a grace period to say hey there's been a complaint we've inspected this does need to be rectified here's the window you have to do it correct good question mark let me further elaborate on that so what we do here in the city of welland is we uh, send one notice per property owner per calendar year so at the start of the spring It goes in the newspaper advising all the residents that what are the rules for cutting the grass and to take that notice as a one-time notice for that calendar year. Now, mind you, if for for the first time you're absolutely right, we will give the property owners that 48 hours under through which they would have to come under compliance. But let's say if they fail to comply, if we received a second complaint, which we call a repeat offender, then there is no alleviate here. Then it's going to be an automatic fine, which is again to the discretion of the officer. Uh, but under the, by, under the bylaw, we have that ability to issue the fine right away. We're not going to be sending any more notices. It's going to go straight to the contractor and then the contractor will cut the grass. In the instances where, so you said it's a $400 fine, a $200 admin charge. If people choose not to pay their fines and charges, what does that look like? What happens to that $600? Is it, it's not overlooked, let's assume that, but what does that process look like if people are just going to test their limits? So again, a very good question. I think the public should know. Uh, so in case if someone fails to pay the fine under our bylaw, it goes on to their property taxes. So there's no escaping this. Definitely not. 
The message is again very simple: keep your properties tidy and clean. And I would think too that you know we don't want people to be punitive, right? It's it's the spring; the grass is just starting to grow. Sometimes people like to let their grass grow a little bit before that first cut. Um, you know, so if your neighbor hasn't cut their grass in a week, but it's still reasonable, those aren't necessarily the calls you want people making, right? More of the the grass has really gotten out of control, or there's a really big visual issue. Um, you know, because again, neighbor disputes, we don't want to really get in, in between those. We want neighbors to work it out between the two. But, you know, so try not to call by a lot every other week if your neighbor hasn't cut his grass, you know, on the time schedule you've <laughs> installed. So Mark, you've asked me a very tricky question. Honestly, it's very, very difficult to 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 tell someone when to complain, put forward a complaint or not. Unfortunately, we have no control over that. The control that I have as a manager uh, or James has on, on on staff is that if we receive a complaint, we would have to do our due diligence. We have to go out and and and, and check the properties. And the bylaw is quite clear. I mean, it states six inches. Yes, if it's at 6.2, I mean, there is a bit of a cushion. But I mean, if it's seven, eight inches, then definitely. Uh, I mean, we, we under the bylaw, we are supposed to take action, which we will. Do you get a lot of complaints year over year with tall grass in residential areas? We get a fair number every year. Um, we have our regulars that we deal with on an ongoing basis, which since we put in the administrative penalties, that has dwindled um, because they're getting the large fines now and we're seeing a great success with that. Um, but generally neighbors know each other. They, they communicate with one another. So we don't get caught up in like the day-to-day neighbor issues. Um, it's the ones that let it go to a foot or longer or the repeat offenders that people will call us and let us know about. And those are the ones we really want to hear about because those are the ones that are constantly um, causing issues. You spoke about successes. So that admin charge has been has been beneficial. What else can people do to stay on that successful side to stay without having to deal with with your team? That's a hard question. It's um, it's a tough one because it. it it was the monetary limits that really helped us out and people didn't want to receive those fines anymore. So that's what encouraged compliance. And I think um, we're working well with that. It's working really, really well. And um, we're making progress, which is always a good thing. I know last year, um, if I recall correctly, and there's a good chance that I don't, but I believe last spring was very wet. And of course, when you get the warm weather and the rain, the grass is going to grow, the weeds are going to grow and they're going to grow quick. But it also poses a challenge of getting things cut because, again, everything's so wet and soggy and damp. How is there? Is that just the way it goes? Figure out a way to to get it cut, even if it's, you know, oh, my gosh, my lawnmower wheels sinking two, two, three inches into my sod, but my grass is growing like crazy. Are we just at the mercy of Mother Nature? Absolutely, Mark. Uh, the the wetter the weather, uh, I think you need more gas for your lawnmower. <laughs> Let me put it this way. So, yeah, let's pray that uh, it's not that wet this year. But at the same token, I want some wet weather because, I mean, April showers, May's flowers. We won't get flowers <laughs> if we don't get that rain. Uh, so again, uh, as I reiterate, I will reiterate my message again to the residents. I mean, overall, the, the general public is good. They are cooperative. But from time to time, these kind of reminders, these kind of shows are, are a great tool 
to reach out to those who, for whatever reasons, uh, forget about this very simple task, which is to cut your grass. So be on the simple task of cutting grass at this time of year, as we are going in spring into leading into summer, what are some other bylaw infractions that filter your way that people should know about that they can then steer clear of? Another issue that we'll start uh, hearing about from residents is the litter collection. Over the winter, there's been a lot of blowing garbage, especially from the windy recycling days where it gets away from your blue bin or your gray bin. Um, so just be out on your yard, start uh, picking up those loose items here and there and uh, store it properly. Uh, put it in a proper container so that it's not continuing to blow around the neighborhood and it's respectful to all your other neighbors. And so, James, just with the litter, right? And, and again, we're, we're prone here at Niagara as a whole to get those really windy days. Um, that is the responsibility of the homeowner, correct? Even if it kind of blows a little bit down the street or if it if my garbage or, or sorry, my recycling blows onto my neighbor's property. Be mindful, you know, go maybe pick up the few things that, you know, probably came from your bin, but also, you know, clean up your own property, right? It's just... It, it's nobody wants to have to do it, but it is a symptom of of the weather at times and um, those pieces, those litter collections. So same idea, that would be complaints driven as well, correct? If correct. If there's a property full of litter. That- yep. We're, all, we're more focused on complaint driven complaints and um, we'll deal with them one by one. And basically it boils down to being a good neighbor. Like if you if you did notice that your recycle bin fell over and it blew over into your neighbor's yard, go over and knock on their door and ask them if you can go around and collect all the items that came out of your blue bin. I'm sure they'll be more than happy to let you there to to pick it up. And you're doing your part. You're being a good neighbor. And that's what we want everyone to do. Now, what about commercial areas? So we've talked residential properties with the same rules apply to commercial areas. For the most part, commercial areas are the same as residential. Um, There are some leniences here and there. We're not going to require the same uh, level of maintenance to uh, industrial yard as opposed to a residential house where um, we want everything trimmed nicely and everything. If there's a few weeds sticking up on a commercial property, it's not the same as in a residential. Um, but we want everyone to do their best and keep it under the six inches, residential and commercial. So I, I'm confident that I'm not going to jinx it. I don't think we're going to have to send out any re- more reminders this season for parking on roads because of the snow. Again, we're looking outside. We got sunshine. The forecast looks great. Might dip again, but I think we're clear of the snow. If it does snow, I will take the blame. What else can people know just in terms of bylaws with the spring? Maybe there is a little bit more parking on streets now because we don't have to worry about not parking on streets for the snow plows. But what else do people need to be aware of just as the warm weather gets here? Our our habits and tendencies and routines start to change. What should we be aware of overall? The next item I think we can tackle is when you're out there cleaning up that litter from your yard, take a look around and look for standing water. Any containers that have been left over from the winter that had melting snow, um, tires that you have piled up, maybe you have your spring tires that are piled there and you just want to dump out that water so we can stop the mosquitoes from breeding and getting out of control. Well, gentlemen, unless we've missed anything, and again, we're focused heavily on kind of that spring bring cleaning uh, type mentality today with getting our yards in order and uh, and some of those other things that, that come into the, the view of bylaw with the warmer weather. Anything we've missed? Any other kind of parting words you'd like to leave uh, our fellow Welland residents with? Thanks, Mark. Uh, yes, uh, one request to all the residents is uh, let's work as a team. 
let's work towards uh, making this city more beautiful. I'll just not say beautiful, let's make it more beautiful. Uh, and let's uh, play a vital role. If everybody will chip in, uh, I think uh, we can go a long way. And thank you for giving us this opportunity again today. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's good to know. I think people have probably a lot of assumptions about how bylaw works and how bylaw operates. And, you know, why aren't you out there proactively doing X? But, you know, we've heard again today that, you know, you only have so many staff. (laughs) And if you're out looking at properties, looking at issues that are complaint driven, you know, there's only so so much time in a day. And um, if you do have questions for bylaw, by all means, send them an email or send them or make a phone call. Don't send them a phone call. That might be tricky, Um, but they'll be more than happy to, uh, to help you out. So Ali, James, thank you again for joining us and uh, guaranteed we'll have you back in the winter time, long time down the road. Let's not even talk about that word yet. um, When we get back on track for uh, the next round of bylaw awareness. Always a pleasure. Love your uh, company and looking forward to the winter. Thank you again to Ollie and James for coming back to the show. And I mean, they're still in the bylaw department, but this time we got to focus on the bylaw conversation with regards to grass cutting. And with most other bylaw issues in the city of Welland, it's complaint driven. And the advice that they're giving, the the knowledge that they're here to share is if you are following the rules, in this case, grass cutting and keeping your grass to six inches, infractions can be avoided Headaches, hassles can be can be bypassed, and um, I don't know. I I appreciate their their knowledge because it's to the point. It's straightforward. And Mark, was there anything that that especially stood out to you with with hearing them today? No, nothing in particular. I think just overall, there's a, a good opportunity to gain a little bit of insight, gain a little bit of knowledge about how one of the, our city departments work, how uh, bylaw operates, the things that they're concerned about, you as a homeowner, what you should be thinking about. And again, just public education, right, which is a lot of what bylaw does in general. So having Ali and James join us again today, and and they'll be frequent guests throughout the year as as seasons change and and different issues become more prevalent based off uh, the months of the year. Um, You know, they're here to help educate, they're here to share information. And, you know, if they don't write a ticket, that's a good thing. That'd be, you know, everybody's in compliance and ultimately that's, that's the goal. But, you know, when there are violations um, and infractions are observed, you know, our bylaw team is going to be there to, to look at it and, and make recommendations. In addition to the, the education piece, what I get a kick out of from Ali especially is the pride he takes in the city in that by following, um, in this case, grass cutting rules our city from top to bottom looks good. It's something we can take pride in as residents, as for visitors coming. It's it, it, it's a nice looking place. So um, they're not out there to write tickets. They're not out there to to police and, and seek out those complaints. But if something does become an issue, it's reassuring to know there are some processes in place to get things back to, as Ali talked about, making Welland look more beautiful than it already is. Ollie and James are return guests, so if you wanted to hear their previous episode with us or any of our past episodes, and especially for our future episodes, please visit engagewellin.ca slash podcast, and we will be back with you very soon. Bye.